niggas are now niggas talking welcome to niggas watching niggas are now niggas talking welcome to niggas watching niggas are now niggas talking Yeah, we back. It's been a minute. It is the hot a, fucking it second. It has been a minute. A hot fucking second. Um, just as long as the strikes and Hollywood Man. have been going. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, it look. has been a minute. I, I want to say we were standing in solidarity, but no, real life just got in the way. Hey, just, <laughs> like real life got in the way. Yeah, real uh, life got in the way. But, we but at the same time, you know, that stuff is happening. So we ain't really missed that much. <laughs> we haven't. We haven't. We ain't missed that much. Yo, yo, yo. We are back. We are. This is episode 36. 36. Good old 36. Good old 36. I don't know. Who was number? Th- that's such a random number. It is. I, don't, I can't think. Of I I'm not gonna you... fuck up my numbers this episode. So yeah, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you say it. I don't know, bro. But episode 36, niggas <laughs> yes, watching. Sir. Welcome back. We appreciate y'all out there as always. 100 for supporting us, rocking with us, even in our you know brief hiatuses. You know, we always gonna come back because we are two niggas that love movies. We, we love are. TV. We love film. We love this shit. For real, we don't just do this just you know to 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 please y'all. We do this because this is pleasing to us. We love yes. talking about this shit for y'all. One hundred percent. What's been going on with you, dog? What's Man, uh, you know a lot, a lot. But you know, in terms of what niggas been watching, I, I have watched a shit ton. You've been watching a lot of stuff, a lot of TV, a lot of TV. Yeah, a I lot mean, of TV. What what better way to jump the episode off than what niggas watch? Absolutely. Niggas have been gone for a little while, so you know that has given niggas a lot of time to watch a lot of shit. So tell us about the TV and shit that you've been watching, dog. You know, I'll What's start off with uh, the show we were actually just talking about before we started. Okay. Uh, Special Ops Line S. I thought that shit was really, really good, man. Special Ops Line S. Tell, tell the people out there who, who the, the stars of this show and goddamn... Where the show is even streaming, you know, it's one of those shows that might not be it's on not, everyone's yeah, it's radar. It's probably not on a lot of people's radar. Um, so the show is uh, it's on Paramount Plus. Okay. Uh, Zoe Zaldana's in it. Morgan okay. Freeman's in it. Nicole Kidman's in it. Um, they got a pretty decent cast, to mm-hmm. be honest. Uh, uh, Zoe Zaldana is pretty much the main character. Um, and you know, a few other people that you know you've probably seen in other shows, mm-hmm. etc., kind of pop up. But uh, I, I thought the shit was amazing. Uh, it kind of it starts out pretty crazy and kind of like slows down in the middle. But the last few episodes, like when you see what they're kind of building up towards and how they kind of execute, that shit is pretty fire. So I, I I enjoyed the show a decent amount and just the way it ended, um, pretty positive. We're gonna get a second season of this. Um, okay. Also, a uh, Taylor Sheridan. You know what I mean? Which I know. Uh, he's got, Taylor Sheridan yeah, show. That nigga is running. I fuck with Taylor. He's. He's keeping the lights on in yes. here, my plus. Yes, he's, he's, he's put a lot of money into that motherfucker. He's put tell a you. lot, man, seriously. Yeah, them, okay. Them niggas getting a little bag on them. But no, nah, I enjoyed the show. I'd probably say uh, three, three out of five. Okay. What What is the show even like? What What, what is it about? I don't really want to spoil too, too much. Don't, but don't essentially, spoil too much, but like, yeah. give us a brief overview of what the show yeah, is actually about. Yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll say Zoe Zaldana essentially runs like a uh, covert special ops team uh, okay. for the U.S. government. Uh, they tend to do things that are kind of outside the lines, and the mm-hmm. shows about her planning a mis- an assassination of somebody, okay. essentially, and just how that kind of goes about, how they, you know, how far they're willing to kind of go. And uh, Morgan Freeman and Nicole Kidman's characters are kind of the people above Zoe Zaldana in terms of running it, government level shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and but uh, you know, I, I I enjoyed it. 
you know, there's a lot of, I wouldn't necessarily say twists and turns. Some of it's kind of expected, but the way they kind of get from beginning to end, I'm very glad I kind of went into it a bit cold, not really knowing what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, you know, I I don't want to give y'all too much. You know, hopefully y'all go out and watch it because I thought thought it was actually pretty, really good. It's definitely one of those shows on my watch list. Uh, I mean, you know, when you're watching TV, you'll see the ads and, you know, you scroll on social media, you'll see the ad. You'll you'll see the, 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 the... they're, they've been promoting this as one of their um, their marquee shows for a little while now. Yes. Um, and so it's definitely high on my uh, watch list of shows that I need to get to. Yes. What yeah. else? What else? Is, what else has been? What else you been watching? Uh, TV wise. So I also watched Rabbit Hole, also on Paramount Plus. I remember you mentioned yeah. this. This is with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer. That's a show that there's a lot of twists and turns that uh, you watch it, you're like, all right, y'all niggas better, y'all got it. This is good, but. Yeah, I'm gonna have to close pretty good just okay. for this this shit to work, and I think they close pretty good. Close pretty well. Yeah, okay. I think I think it was a pretty good ending of the first season. We'll see if it gets another season. Um, that show I'd probably give like a three point five out of five, a little so, bit higher. Special. So both both shows on Paramount Plus. Both shows on Paramount Plus. And both shows you've given three point five out of five. I gave Special Ops a three out of five. You gave it okay. Yeah, because the slow parts are really slow. You, okay. You, yeah, when you get to that middle of the series, you're like. Uh, y'all niggas, like, pick it up. Y'all okay. niggas started hot. Got but you, got you. I think I feel like rabbit holes. They they do a pretty good job with the pacing. So I, I like rabbit hole just a little bit more. Okay. Um, yeah, that's another show I definitely recommend. Uh, just the premise of that is Kiefer Sutherland is somebody who sort of you know deals with businesses and some bullshit ends up happening and things just get real crazy for this well, nigga. I don't want to give y'all too much because I went into it very very cold. You know I get, what I mean? No, I get you. Yeah, and so when I went into a cold, I was pleasantly surprised by what I saw. You sometimes so. have to do that, you know. Yes. You know. I think a lot of times that's really just in 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 our in our generation and Gen Z, you know, a lot of our focus is on what is the show about. We want to do as much research on the show before like we even watch it instead yeah. of just going into it cold, going into it blindly and being either pleasantly surprised surprised of how good the show is or you may not like it. But just kind of going into it a little bit more cold, like I don't know, it, it whenever you go into the show knowing like almost every single detail about the show already and it doesn't like i guess match your yeah, expectations ex- your, yeah. your expectations aren't matched whenever you're finished you know it can taint the show it's like yeah. if you would have gone into it probably blind without really knowing that much about it you probably would have liked it more yeah you probably would have loved know? it to be so honest, quite honest yeah 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 so yeah uh, one show um that i watched very very recently actually uh, yesterday as a recording okay that i did not really go into blind was uh-huh. uh, Changeling on Apple TV. Changeling Apple with, uh, TV yeah, Lakeith. with Lakeith. Okay, yeah, Lakeith. Um, that show's actually pretty good. Um, it does have. I guess you haven't seen it yet, right? I have not seen. Okay, I wait till you watch it to say there's one show that I feel like I could compare it to. Changeling is also there was also a movie was who was in that movie was it Angelina, Angelina Jolie? Jolie. Okay, yeah, Angelina which I actually, I like the movie. I like okay. the movie. I do remember um, the movie. Yeah, uh, not not there's. An overarching theme as to why they're both called the same thing, uh-huh. but um, in terms of any other similarities, there's not too many. Um, but okay. the show, the show I thought was is really good so far. It's not done yet. Um, it's very similar. How, is it being released weekly episodes? Yes. So oh, they okay. release the first three, and then they're going to do weekly after that. I'm not mad. Yeah, at or that. they're doing weekly after that. I think the new episode comes out on Fridays. So I'm not as mad of at right that. now. Yes, three episodes is going to be four by the end of the week. So hey, man, look, I'm a binger. I'm a streamer, like all of everybody else out there in the world. But I do still admire and appreciate when a good show can be released on a weekly basis. Yes. It gives you more to to look forward to. Yes, and yeah. I, that's one show that I'm actually kind of looking forward to because okay. um, what's interesting. So like I said, I went into that show. I didn't go into that show cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I went watching the trailer, but the trailer is not. 
the trailer makes it look like a completely different show. Mm-hmm. I'll put it like that. <laughs> All right. I watched the trailer and I was like, I, I may as well have gone to this bitch cold. Right. Like it's not that similar to the trailer in terms of, like the pacing and shit. So, you know that. But that's one show. You know, I won't give it a rate until it actually comes out fully. But uh, okay. So far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. So far, I so like good. I'm um, trying to think of what else niggas watched. Um, I guess you know going to movies. Um, You've been watching Winning Time though, yeah. Oh, Winning Time. Yes, yes. I'm I was like, con- this nigga ain't saying Winning Whoa, Time. Are bro, you crazy? I almost completely forgot. Not about a real that Lakers one. fan. That's that just proves it yet. But I mean, because I, I am this nigga here. Whatever. I I can't. You know, I can't judge that one. Fully My goodness. Yet. Can't judge that one fully. I, yeah, go ahead. But I, I did hear some things about it. You know, it's only going to be seven episodes this season. Seven episodes. Which I guess, you know, is probably closer to, to do with budgetary reasons. Possibly. And I think the reason that they're kind of... Very high budget show. Yes. I think tell. the reason they're jumping uh, four seasons in the show. You know I mean? No spoiler, but, you know, it's about real life shit, so... Yes. You know, and, like you can really spoil what's going on in the show. For right. Real, Literally everything that's yeah. happening in the show. Do you know who wins these championships? Yeah, yeah. you already know. But, um, yeah, nah, uh, you know, they cut it down to seven episodes and they kind of rushed the shit because they're like, you know, we want to... The first season was one whole actual season of basketball, mm-hmm. and they're not finna do all ten seasons to get to when Magic is out not there playing and shit. Uh, but no, honestly, so far so good, bro. Like that I mean, shit is. It's almost. It, I think it has only a few episodes left. So it's, I think it's, it's one episode left as okay. of yeah, as of today. I think we just watched the sixth episode. So the next episode is the last one of the season. There it is. So so um, I mean, you can you can rate that show. You already know the direction that one is going. I mean, so for me, it, unless they completely dropped the ball in the last episode, it's gonna be like four out of five. You gonna get five out of five? I was gonna four and a half out of five. Yeah, I was gonna say. I still think the first season. I mean, it's. I don't really even like to do that with. It's kind of just like albums and stuff like that. You know, I try not to lean too heavily on like, oh well, it doesn't. It doesn't match up to the this album or, whatever, or this yeah. album or this. You know, the, the first movie if it's a sequel, it doesn't match up to the original. I try not to really do that because if I feel like it, it, it kind of like, um, you know. Another thing with expectations, my expectations are already so high, and I go into a sequel, or I go into you know the the second season or something, and if my my expectations aren't met, then I'm like, damn, I'm doing all of these comparisons. So yeah. I try not to do that too much. I just try to go into it like this has still been a, a really good season, just as good as the first season. I agree. And if you want to like, I guess compare the two, of course, it's kind of hard to do that whenever, like you just said, they've already jumped. So many years in the they second. Have. In the first season, you can see the build up. You knew where they yeah. were going. It was a lot more. It's a lot more space. Yeah, a lot more space. Yeah, exactly. A lot more space. They were able to tell a lot, like just a lot, a lot of different stories. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. Uh, but one thing I will say that I like a lot about this season compared to the last one is I feel like the performances have just stepped up. I do think that the performances have. Been, I agree with you Bruh, on that. Jason Clark is Jerry West. Uh, Adrian I mean, Brody is uh, Pat Riley. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Uh, also, he doesn't get talked about enough. I feel like, but Jason uh, Siegel mm-hmm. as uh, as, oh, as West uh, Whitehead, Whitehead, uh, Whitehead, Whitehead. Whitehead? Paul Westhead, right? Westhead, Paul Westhead, Westhead. Paul Westhead. Yeah, as Paul Westhead, I think he gave he g- is giving a really good performance. I do. Um, I agree. John C. Riley, of course. You know, John what I mean? C. Riley is the man. Bro, Mr. Quincy Jerry Isaiah, Buzz, Doctor like, Jerry Buzz, Quincy Isaiah. Is, yeah, you could tell in the first season that he was gonna, you know, only. Get more comfortable in yes. playing Magic Johnson, and now yeah. he's there. He's absolutely now he there. is. He really, you could tell. Like whenever he, you see him on screen, I'm like, okay, he really. Th- and that's how you're supposed to be as an actor. You got to get all the way into it. You got to be these people. I agree. And I think he he's fucking been like masterful. Yes. In that. Yes. As 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 yes. As, he really looks like this nigga at that time. It's like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, they, they, they found look, this nigga. They did a really good. They job did a really of, good job casting. Absolutely. I think casting. I, is th- like I know we've talked thing. about it before on the show many times. Like those shows that. The casting was just some of the best casting. Oh my god, this is one. This is for one sure, of them, for man. sure, 
For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, no, yeah, I, I do like this season a lot. Um, I'm waiting until the last episode. It'll probably end up being either a four and a half out of five or a five out of five. Okay. But I'm just waiting until the last episode because I'm like, even at the, its worst, based on what I've seen so far, this season is like a four out of five. The mm-hmm. last episode could be terrible. And it's still a four out of five. Still four out of five. Yeah, and it'll probably go It'll up to the last sometimes. episode. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure the last episode is going to be good. So it'll probably end up being four and a half out of five or five out of five. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to think any other shows I didn't watch before I fuck up again. Uh, nah, not really. So I guess, yeah, I can kind of move to movies. Uh, movies. So have you been, you know, the best way to keep up with the movies you didn't watch? You got to log them into Letterboxd. Follow the pod on Letterboxd. Yes, yes. But yeah. Be better at that. Yes. Movies. Let's let's talk movies of what movies have you watched since uh, since we last recorded for these fine people out there. Yeah. So it hasn't been a lot. I want to say it's been about three. That's it? Yeah. All right. And I've cut the show off now. Yeah, it's done. It's done, right? My goodness. But uh, the three going backwards, you know, Blue Beetle. Okay, Blue Beetle. Um, which I liked a lot. I'd probably get that one actually a four out of five. Gave um, it a four out of five? Yeah, that was actually a really good movie. I I, I expected to enjoy it just on a base level, but when yeah. I actually watched the shit and was like, oh, like this is actually a funny movie, you know what I mean? I fuck with the message, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I like how they were able to kind of do for Mexican American culture what Absolutely. Black Panther kind of did for African American culture, I feel Got like. You. So I, I like I like Blue Beetle a lot, you know what I mean? I get that one at a four out of five. You know what I mean? Sucks a strike was going on. I feel like them niggas should have been able to should've promote made, it. Made a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah should have been able to promote it. Um, the movie before that was Oppenheimer, which I saw twice. Okay, probably the one of the greatest movies I've we'll ever seen in my back life. To that one, yeah, because um, we gotta really, yeah, we gotta really dive into that one a little absolutely, bit. Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, the. My last but not least is They Clone Tyrone, which you haven't been able to talk about on the show. Have we not talked about it on nah, the show? No, because we haven't done a show since it came out. Well, we talked Jamie on here, right? We did talk Jamie because it was about to come out yeah, by the last episode. But we episode. haven't actually talked about yes, the film. Yes, which, wow. yeah, that, that movie, that might be my favorite movie of the year. You know what I mean? I mean? It's definitely up there for me. Yeah. That, I, I probably five out of five. Yeah, bro. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> love that movie. I thought it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Just beginning to end, everything about it was like, this is right up my alley. Like, this yes, is the sir. exact type of movie I love. Um, that one, I, once again, five out of Sci-fi, five. Sci-fi, psychological thriller, Girl. you can't really, like... When it, when it's done, when a movie man, that's one of, that's one thing I love about this industry, bro. When a movie or a show is done well, you oh just my God. you can't like any, any. It's almost like like you can't. Whenever you talk about it, you just get excited and I, you want to go I watch agree. it again. I that's where I'm at right now, bro. <laughs> and you want to go watch it again for the yeah. however many times that you've probably seen it by now. How many times you done watched it? Since I've seen it probably now? like four or five times. Okay, yeah, I saw it once in the theaters once and then the I theaters. saw it a bunch Same. of times at the crib, bro. Yep. I think I made like three or four. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. I love that yeah. fucking movie. Um, it's one of those movies, bro, and I know I've said it before many times on this show. I've said it on our old pod. I am a collector of physical media. Oh, yes. They dropped that one physical. Um, I, I need to I need it. to have this. I need to own this. So that way, if there's ever a time that I don't have Hulu or Netflix or Paramount Plus or whatever, Max or whatever the fuck, I can still watch my favorite movies. So no, I mean I, I get you on that. What else? Those are, those are the those are the the three movies you've watched. In I know you've rewatched some shit. Oh, I rewatched hell of shit. Give us, um, come on now, like give, fill some time, uh, bro. Shit. I, I Hollywood is on strike. We man, need shit to God. talk about. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. I, I rewatched a bunch of shit. So I finally finished my X Files rewatch with my girl. Okay, I'd only seen the first maybe four or five seasons initially. Okay, and then, so me and my girl watched all eleven seasons in both movies. 
And uh, you want to talk? What, what do you? What do you? You can you can give like you know rapid fire. What what would you give the X Files after watching it now as an adult? You watch it with your girl. What is your overall rating of X Files? And what is a show that you can tell X Files or shows or movies? That X Files directly influenced, and they still like you can still see X, the X Files influence. Oh, so I mean, I'll say at the overall, I think I probably get a show a three point five out of five, and that's actually kind of being generous because the first like okay. the first couple seasons are amazing. Then they kind of kept repeating a certain. Since that's such a since that that show was in eleven seasons, however many fucking episodes. Yeah, let's go on a, on a scale of ten on that one. Oh, on a ten, okay. Yeah. If it's on a scale of ten, then I'll, I'll probably say. I'd probably say 7.5 out of 10. 7.5 out of 10. 11 seasons is a lot. 11 seasons is a lot. And there's like, there's like really good seasons and there's like really bad seasons. And then there's like really, really good episodes and like just okay episodes or like some bad episodes. So yeah, overall, I'd probably give it that. The last couple seasons, they they tried to kind of recapture the magic and they, they, you know, the last couple seasons were pretty good. The seasons that they came back? Yeah, the seasons that came out within the last, like, I think one came out 2016, the other one came Mm -hmm. out 2018. Um, and the movies are just okay. I remember watching the second movie in theaters a bunch of times when I was a kid just because we were snuck into the movie theaters and just watching a bunch of shit. Or I'd yeah. seen clips of it in the theaters or whatever. Yeah. But whatever the case, you know what I'm saying, um, I'd probably give it a 3.5 out of, I'm sorry, a 7.5 out of a 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of stuff that it directly influenced, I would say Fringe, which is a show I, I kind of watched when I was younger. Okay. I never finished it. Um, so Fringe is a show that was on Fox that kind of, also on Fox. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, which it was supposed to be the successor to X-Files. You know what I'm saying? Like, they kind of had to solve paranormal mysteries, and you had a skeptic and somebody that kind of mm-hmm. believed a bit more in the shit. Um, then there was also, I mean, there was a show, um, the Sleepy Hollow show. I remember Sleepy Hollow yeah, with that, the Cole Berry. She's yeah. in that, yeah? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So that one, just because that was a bit more that fantasy. That got derailed right there, man. man. Goodness gracious. Golly. But, you know, the influence mm-hmm. of X-Files is definitely there. Absolutely. I would say Evil is probably the closest to X-Files. I can't wait till that 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 one. That needs back. to come back ASAP. Yeah. But that's probably the can't closest wait. in terms of, like, how, if you watch, like, the earlier seasons of X-Files and watch, like, what Evil's kind of doing, it's mm-hmm. like, Okay, this is kind of this is incredibly this is like a, a nice spiritual successor. You know what I'm saying? I get you. Um, and I think that's about it. There's also like adjacent influences, obviously. Like, so I feel like stuff like kind of like Gotham, even Lost. Yeah, you know what I mean? That yeah. kind of dealt with like sort of paranormal, fantastical things on a weekly mm-hmm. basis, but kind of dealt with a little bit of everything, science fiction, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you know, you can kind of see the influence there. But um, in terms of other shit that I watch, um, I know that I don't watch a few movies. I didn't got into a kick where I just watched a few Samuel L. Jackson uh, 90s like thrillers. Okay. Like I watched, um, I think I talked about it on the last one, Negotiator, but I definitely watched the joint, uh, I think it's Boys Don't Cry, the one with Gina Davis. Boys Don't Cry? Or, uh, not with Boys Samuel Don't Cry. Jackson, no, not, not Boys Don't that. Cry. It's, um, oh, I got to look it up, bro, but it, it's. It's some shit where it's almost like the Born Identity, but with Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Um, let me look this shit up. He's looking it up, ladies and gentlemen. He's looking Gina it up Davis, right now. Sammy J. Samuel L. Ain't he like where's Long Samuel? Kiss Goodnight? Long Kiss Goodnight. Okay. I knew it was a longer title. Long Kiss Goodnight. Yes, that movie's actually pretty good. That movie's actually pretty fucking good. He's got uh, a new one coming out. Uh, I was re- when I was recently at AMC. Uh, it's an indie film. He's going to be in called The Kill Room with Uma Thurman. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's it's like a thriller. Hmm. Uh, heist. Thr- I want to say it's a heist thriller. If I'm not okay. mistaken. Yeah, it's got a lot to do with money laundering and all this stuff. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, locked, Samuel locked Jackson in. is in there. Locked in. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be good. That's gonna be a good one. Um, I'm trying to think what else. 
that's kind of been it. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of been it. I have been watching One Piece on Netflix. I actually think that's been a really good show. Okay. Yeah, that's actually been pretty dope. I watched the anime years ago, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't watched it in a long time. So I have kind of a vague recollection. Well, pretty much all of the anime I watch is what this first season has been about. Um, and they're kind of able to adapt it in the way that I'm like, oh, you know, this is how you take a mm-hmm. anime and turn it into live action. You know what I mean? They're, Got it. It's different enough to where it's like you can see why they went live action. Yeah. Um, Something that you know that you think that Netflix is uh, death. Uh, was it the Death Note? Yeah, the Death Note didn't. didn't yeah. Right. But so the difference is with this show is um, they got the creator of the manga and the anime involved with it. There we go. As like an executive That's producer. What you do. That's what you have yeah. to do. So if that nigga didn't like, they said themselves like there were certain things that they actually shot. If they would show it to him, and he's like, no, it has to look like this. And they just mm-hmm. went back and reshot it. You know what I mean? Like, they said there's a lot of stuff that's, you could tell there was no pushback with him. And there was some stuff that was like, okay, if we do it in this different way, he's kind of like, all right, let me see how it goes, and then we'll go from there. Because you watch, didn't you, not to cut you off, um, just thinking of some other things that you said that you watched too. Didn't you watch BSI? I did watch BSI. Oh okay. my God. I knew it was some other shit I watched. I was about to say, I know Boy. you don't watch more stuff. I'm I know. Like, I just can't remember. It's been so long. You know what I'm saying? It's been a lot, but. Yes, I watched BSI. Oh my! This God. is about Bishop Sycamore. If yes, y'all this is about are Bishop Sycamore. Uh, aware or familiar with yes. with uh, with this this documentary yet? It's on. It's yes. on Max. You can but but it also out. watch watch. I think you would like One Piece. Do you watch One Piece? One you know, piece to go back to that okay. to finish that up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, BS High, nigga. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked actually talked about Bishop Sycamore in the last the other podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we talked. We yeah. for sure have talked about yeah. Bishop Sycamore in uh, in better sounds before. Yes, yes, yes. We, <laughs> we, we definitely, definitely have. But watching the documentary was like, oh, this shit was way deeper than I had even thought, nigga. That y'all, yeah, niggas. man. That nigga, boy, loophole oh. Leroy, loophole Leroy. Oh my, true God. piece of shit. That nigga was probably a one of the artist. worst. Probably oh. one of the worst people. You, they definitely one of the worst people those kids have ever met. Because at the end of it, they like, how do you feel about Yeah, them? that nigga. And they did not have no, not really a lot of kind shit to say about this No, nigga. not at all. Understandably so. Understandably so. Oh, my God. Crazy documentary, bro. But, you know, it was interesting, like, that nigga brought up a few things where it's like, he himself said it. It was like, you know, this shit is built for people like me to succeed. It's mm-hmm. just that, it's just that I didn't succeed. Y'all niggas would not have heard nothing about any of this if, if it wasn't. If it was for that uh, the Image Academy game, bro, none of them niggas would have hurt shit. Yeah. But it would have happened if he didn't have a few televised games. A couple of them niggas would have went to the league. They would have got the funding. Been able to build all the shit that a nigga been talking about. And it would have been okay. But that Image Academy game happened, bro. IMG Academy. IMG, I'm sorry. You think you're saying Image. I'm like, hold I mean, on now. Look. Yeah, I mean, no. The IMG Academy, the, uh, a school that what Bishop Sycamore was Pretty much like trying, trying to, to become them. Them niggas just beat somebody by eighty six zero. Like last right. week, you the, know what I mean? They literally trained for that. Like yes. that's literally the school, like the academy. Rather, it's a preparatory academy for athletics, and yes. you know, uh, uh, education is secondary. Pretty it's much, pretty much. Like them niggas are practice from like five to two. Yeah. Do school and for like three hours, yeah. yeah, and then you know go back home and they're mm-hmm. good or practice again. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But yeah, no, the documentary was actually really good. That one I'll probably give actually a five out of five because I was actually really. It was really good. I yeah. gave it four and a half out of five. Yeah, that was very yeah. insightful, very interesting. Man, you know, they what did mean? a really yeah. good job with that. Yeah, they did an amazing job with that one. Um, yeah, that that was that was a pretty interesting documentary. Um, I watched a bit of Hard Knocks. I didn't watch all of it. Um, I finished Hard Knocks. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to finish. it. I should have finished it. You know, yeah. retrospect. But um, yeah, Hard Knocks was good this was year. Good yeah, it's great season, season really this year. Good season. Great season Whew. this year. You know what I mean? Just, Tough you know, break. 
Very, very tough. Very tough break. Very, very tough how that shit ended up happening. Ended up, oh, man, NFL poured money into this. Paid 76 seconds of a nationally televised football game. My goodness. Tough, tough. You know what I mean? The NFL is back, ladies and gentlemen. If you did not, though. If you don't know now, you will even yeah. you will know that the NFL You'll know is very back. soon. <laughs> them niggas, the script they wrote this season, it seemed like they didn't. Oh man, they did not did themselves. The script is scripting. The man. NFL script is scripting. I like how the NFL. I knew they were going to do it too last year. I'm like, oh, when the NFL finally figures out a way to to put this into marketing oh, and to make bro. a full like everything out of it. They were going to, yeah, and they did it. They did it. Yeah, I'll give them that. But yes, sending scripts to people and stuff. Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, which is actually hilarious. Yeah, y'all nailed it. Okay. But, but yeah, you know, I watch Hard Knocks. Um, I don't think if I watch anything else, that's, I want to say that's probably about it. I'm definitely forgetting something, but I want to say that's probably about it. Um, I'll let you go because I'll probably remember. As you're saying. Oh, man. Uh, where, where you want me to start? Because... I know. I, this nigga gonna watch hella. We got we to gotta limit it to, like, four each. Yeah, dog. Because it's, it's... Yeah, we're going to limit it to four each for you. Because, yeah, We're going to be here for talk. another three hours. I can talk. So, let's start with shows. Okay, yeah. You know, Winning Time, like of you course, mentioned. Yeah. Winning Time Season 2, fantastic. I already have given it... Uh, so far, I've given it a four and a half out of five. Yeah, I think so. First season's five, five out of five, five, five. Four and a half out of five for the second season so far. Like you said, with the finale, if they nail it, this might be another perfect season of television out here. Hey, look. Might be another perfect season of television. And it's about a team that I don't like, but a team that I also you have respect the niggas. He, uh, 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 an amazing amount of respect for, knowing that just knowing what I already knew about the Lakers going into it and then just seeing it, you know, acted out the way that it has been and, you know, seeing, you know, some of these storylines come to life, you know, in a, in a, in a drama series has been, uh, has been entertaining to watch. Absolutely. Um, and like we've already talked about with the casting and, you know, the, the, the actors, the way they've been killing it, the writers and all the stuff, my goodness, acting and writing fantastic and winning. Dude, who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> um, pay these niggas. My goodness. What else, man? Um, you know, I'm watching currently in season six of The Shy. Lena Waithe's The okay, Shy yes. on Showtimes. This might go down as one of their best seasons. Mm, okay, they've been killing it. Um, the 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 kids that you know they they're they're, they're, they're grown yeah. up now. They're they're 18 and 19 in real life. You know, more like 20, 21. But in the show, you can tell like they're where they're headed now yeah. in, in their in their lives. You know, versus where where they started. Um, and I can tell with this season, man, like. They've they've taken a, a darker approach, and I like dark stuff. Okay, <laughs> I love the darker approaches that that they've taken, man. And um, but since we last recorded, as I already mentioned many times on this show, I was watching the Bear episode, like in a on a weekly. Oh, you were. Week by week. That's right. I have finished the Bear. Yes. Wow. 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 Told you. Fishes. Wow. Man. Wow. I I I've. The bear is so good that a lot of those episodes I would just have to rewatch them. Yes, I haven't done that since Breaking Bad. I haven't like there. There's so many yeah. shows out there that I can rewatch them and enjoy them just as much as I did the first time. The bear is has become one of those shows, man. It's just phenomenal, bro. bro. It's just phenomenal. Writing, acting, everything about it. Everything about it. it's a thriller, man. I love yeah. thrillers. Like that is literally a thriller, bro. If you can watch the bear and not have a, it's almost like uncut gems in in a, a kitchen yes. on in like an an epic an episodic format. Yes, it's not a movie. It's, it's very, done in episodes. Yeah. It's, it's very fun. high tension, high anxiety very type high, shit. Pretty high stakes. 
Yes. Pretty high stakes, you know. Um, and I mean, uh, the, the the actors, man, and the writing, and oh, again, something that's so necessary for that show to succeed. It, 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 it my goodness, it was just fantastic. Um, and also, you know, I got my shows that I. Oh, what do you have, give the bear? What rating? Oh, that oh, five out of five. Yeah, just yeah, okay. Perfect season. Yeah, like I, just, I, every time, man, you got shows like that, man, and you just have to appreciate them while you have it. That's yes. why. I that's why I didn't want to just Which I, watch, rush through them. Yeah, I understand. I'm like, this show is too good just to rush through. I need to watch it. I need to savor it. No yes. pun intended. Oh, all pun intended. I'm say, just go and do it. Um, I needed to savor that one, man, and it's just it's just so well done. It's just so well done. Like watching that fishes episode just oh had me God. on edge, and it's the longest episode of the season. It's like, of it's, course, it's like an hour. Yeah, it's like an hour. I'm like, oh, of course, this is the longest episode. It's the most tense episode, um, but the finale too. Like, the finale was yeah, very tense. Very tense, man. Very high stakes uh, show, man. But I love it, man. Um, what else, man? Shit, shows. There have been so many shows. Um, shit, I've been rewatched. Oh, well, actually, I ain't rewatched. I said, old show from the 2000s. We were just talking about it before we started recording. Oh. The OC. That nigga took it back. The OC. California. <laughs> that nigga took Listen, it back. Listen, man, I've been watching the OC like that shit just came out. And it is dated as a motherfucker. It is yes. very frozen in time. But seeing a lot of faces on that show, like either if it was a cameo or, if, you know, they're in the main cast and knowing who they ended up going on to, you know, become in the industry and seeing them in other shows like Ben McKenzie. Yes. You know, seeing I think I was first introduced to Ben McKenzie and maybe was a Southland. Was he Southland? Southland. He was a Southland. Um, but also Gotham. He was also in Gotham. Awesome. He's Ben Gordon. He's, Same, he's yeah. a fucking the the, yeah. the main. Pretty much Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, yeah he's Commissioner. He was the main. Yeah. He was the main character of the show. Um, and then going back and watching OC is like, oh holy shit! Yeah, this is Ben Gordon. Yeah, that's where that nigga pretty much came up. <laughs> Ryan Atwood. No, I've been watching the OC like crazy, bro. I, I I'm not finished with the season. I I never watched it. Didn't yeah, in real yeah. Time. When it I came mean, on, when it came out, I was younger. I wasn't probably trying to watch it, but now as an adult. And just needing like some 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 good messy TV to watch just to hold us over until we get new series, new shows, and new episodes of series, yeah. current series. Um, the OC has been filling that void for me, my friend, and it is it is not the best written show. I guess probably in that time it might have. Yeah, it might have been because it, it wasn't way. that much like that. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? A high then, level, essentially know, soap opera. Uh, it's exactly. You know, what you know? I mean? that was written pretty well because I, I watched a few episodes of it. I haven't yeah, seen in a while. And also acted pretty well too. Yeah, you know. Um, but I've been watching that like crazy, bro. I'm not done with it. They only got four seasons, but it's like 25 episodes each oh, season. Oh man, you may so, as well have like 10 seasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, niggas had had it's up. I, I, I compare it to Beverly Hills and 90210, which I've already said on the show many times is the guilty pleasure show of mine. If I, if there's nothing else on my TV, that's it. I'm going to probably put 90210 okay. and just let it play. I'm probably doing t- 20 other things. But that's but the I song. know what the fuck is happening on yeah. 90210. I don't know, man. It's just one of them shows. Um, but um, outside of, of television series, man, and like like you said, I know I'm, there's some shows that I'm probably forgetting here. Um Movies. Yes, let's talk about it. Like oh, I said, just just man. four. I know you didn't seen a million. Because I've seen, uh, I recently just watched Dumb Money. Like, I am in the movie so much, bro. Like, I remember sometimes, you know, we've we've talked about it all, uh, you know, off air. You know, when people try to suggest new movies to me, I'm like, I've, I've what are you talking about? Yeah. I've, I've already seen it. 
I've already been there. I've, I've been there. I've seen it twice. I've seen it three times, whatever. Yeah. What are we talking about right now? So I saw Dumb Money recently. Okay. With Paul Dana. How do you feel about that? I mean, really good, bro. Really, really good. Can't wait to rewatch. Saw yeah. it on an early access screener um, uh, recently at AMC, and um, I gave it a four out of five. Oh, okay. Yeah, really good. Really well done. It's not long either, which I really, really love when filmmakers make a film that's not long and they're able to accomplish everything they set out in that 90-minute or 100-minute time frame. I think the money is like an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, Perfect runtime, pacing was great. Pretty high stakes, you know. You know what's on the line. You know, you get the. It's, it's a lot a, of motherfucking money. A lot of money here. You know, when money's involved, it's very high stakes. Incredibly. Um, but no, man. I thought that the cast was great. I thought the writing was great. I thought the fucking score was great. The, the songs they were using in the film, like because it's also. Like the timeline in the movie is also not that long ago. So it's like very 2020, recent. 2021. Yeah. yeah. Like, so just knowing, and because it's based on a true story, if that, you know, didn't dawn on anyone out there, um, or if they don't know about this movie, Dumb Money, Paul Dana um, leads this cast. Who else is in it? P. Davidson's in it. Um, 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 I can't say her name, but she was, she's on Industry on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Um, my high. The main girl, right? Yeah, main girl. Yeah, I knew you were talking about. Um, 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 fucking America Ferreira. Um, yes. Fucking Sebastian Stan, Seth Rogen, Nick Offerman. Great cast. Really yeah. good cast. The cast looks amazing. And um, a Sony, Sony, Bond, this film, this is a Sony film. But um, saw that recently, gave it a four, a four out of five, and I thought it was really, really good. Before that, I, I'm I'm gonna go off of my recent films because if we're really gonna talk about the films that I've watched since we last we'll be recorded here for a long time, we'll be here for a very very long time. So I'm just gonna talk about my recent watches, which happen to be luckily for you all out there, new films. You know, we ain't gonna be talking <laughs> about no old shit. Um, so Dumb Money recently watched that. Before that, I had watched A Haunting in Venice in IMAX. Interesting that that movie was in IMAX. Interesting that this movie got an IMAX rollout, huh? Yeah, because I actually um, didn't even know it was an IMAX. I thought, man, honestly, I gave this a three out of five solely okay. because it's an IMAX. And I'm, I oh, just wow. love movies in IMAX, LIMAX rather, because this movie was not shot for IMAX. Yeah, they just expanded <laughs> the screen a little bit. They just expanded the screen a little bit for it. I went to Universal to watch it at, you know, LA's one remaining true IMAX screen. Yes. Um, but, you know, I gave this movie a three out of five solely because it's an IMAX. Outside of that, this is based on an Agatha Christie book called Halloween Party. Um, the the movie stars... Um, Kenneth Branagh, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Um, Tina Fey's in it. Tina Fey's in it. Um, those are, you know, the, the three biggest names yeah. of the movie. Um, but Kenneth Branagh, he's... I mean, he was recently in Oppenheimer. He was. Um he, I know he's played the character of um, Hercule Poirot. I can't say his last name. Yeah, I knew he's talking about. That. He's it's done it. like the third yeah, act of Christie. He was adaption. in um, what was it before this? A Death on the Nile. Yeah, and wasn't it the train movie or whatever? Murder on the Orient Express. Yes, there we go. So this is the third time yeah. he's playing. Which, uh, it seems like they're just gonna keep it going. The lead detective. Yeah, yeah. kind of simple. Or I would guess, I would, I guess, really, you could say Knives Out is more similar to those films. Yeah, because Knives Out is kind of based on the Agatha Christie mm-hmm. type of thing, and like, um, but Knives Out is just done a lot better. Knives Out is great. Yeah, <laughs> Knives Out and Glass Onion were fantastic. Absolutely. Um, 
but I gave that a three out of five, man. It was just a little, a little, a little too slow. And they leaned more on the horror elements of this film. And I guess as a, a sim, I'm not. I don't. You already know on this show, you and I, out of when we when we give our ratings on films, I'm a lot kind more lenient. Of, yeah. Um, I think out of all of us, out of all of our friends, yes. our mutual friends, I'm a lot more like look. Incredibly, yeah. I gave still give it a three out of five. Yeah, you know, at least for these elements that worked really well for it, even if it wasn't like all the way working in the movie. It was a little slow. Michelle Yeoh wasn't in it that long. She wasn't in it long enough for me. Okay. Um, but you know, please go out and see it. It comes out Friday. <laughs> um, but before that, man, I mean, shit, I saw Maverick again in in theaters. Oh my god. I saw Top I Gun Maverick again in theaters. Yeah, still yes. allowing this nigga in the theaters to yeah. see this movie. Every time Tommy Cruise and Top Gun are in theaters, guess what? I'm going to be there to watch it. Every time everything everywhere all at once is in theaters, guess where I'm going to be? That's I'm going to be there to watch Maverick. it. But Maverick was recently this nigga seen Maverick like a hundred times. I think really, bro. This after watching Maverick recently at AMC, I want to say that's like my seventh, eighth, seventh or eighth time watching it in the theaters crazy insane but guess what if they put it in there again i'm gonna go watch it again put it in imax again though next time how about that <laughs> before that i watched the nun 2 which was fucking just as bad as i knew it was gonna be because the Man. first nun was shit i didn't watch that in imax so even though it was one of those experiences in imax films i watched that in dolby. okay uh, watch yeah. it in dolby you know just because i mean why the fuck not i'm an a-lister it's not extra I'm just May as well. Minus the fuck well. It's premium offerings. Guess what? I'm on the premium offering. Um, didn't really like it. Gave that a fucking like one and a half out of star out of oh five. Oh god. Yeah, it was not that, good. That means that shit was really a zero. Uh it was yeah, yeah. Um, and before that, um, bottoms. Bottoms uh which uh with Rachel Sanat, um, Ayo Edabiri, obviously the the two more well-known names still yes. still growing yeah in in hollywood i mean and, uh, I, marshawn lynch is in it marshawn lynch is in it um but i owe it a beer let's just talk about her for a little bit she's been in a lot of shit she's and coming she, up she's coming up man shout out to her i mean the bear that that's where most people would know her from yes um she was in the movie recently i'm talking about bottoms theater camp She's, she wasn't there. Uh, um, 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 uh, teen, uh, 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, uh, she played April. Yep. Um, just man, just she's been killing it lately, she man. Has. And shout out to her because she ain't missed at all. <laughs> she's been in a lot of fire shit. She ain't missed. She ain't missed. And also, I saw the Equalizer three in IMAX. Okay, how was that? Um, you know what, bro? I actually. You know what you're getting when you go and see an Equalizer movie. You're not expecting, you know. I don't know. I guess I went in there with medium expectations. My expectations were met. Uh, Denzel did what Denzel has done in the other two equalizers. Yeah. He fucking equalized. Yeah. Um, Boy Diddy, I'm sure. Boy Diddy. And he did it in IMAX. There you go. So I gave it a three and a half out of five. Just just based off that alone. Um, Those were my more recent, newer films outside of Maverick um, (laughs) that I've watched in theaters. But rewatching, man, um, I've... Rewatched fucking um, Eyes Wide Shut for like the first time in a very long time. Okay. I was on like a Stanley uh, Kubrick. Yeah, I was just gonna say what that's recently. a random movie to just kind of yeah. rewatch. Yeah, I but. watched it like randomly to like a there was like a Thursday night. I started it like 
1 a.m. I don't know why. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's also not a short film. It's so not. I'm up watching Eyes Wide Shut. Um, but watching it now as an adult, I think I liked it more than when I'd seen it the very first time. I, it came out in 99? Yes, 1999. And I probably haven't seen it since, like, maybe some in the 2000s or something like that, bro. Mm. Um, but I actually enjoyed it a lot no, it's more. It's a good movie. Yeah, four I haven't out seen it in a while, but yeah. I gave it a four out of five. Okay. Um, also rewatched um, American Psycho recently. Like that a lot more too. I understand. Um, but I, 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 I'm a, I'm one of those types of people. I was born in the '90s, but a lot of my favorite like music and film came out in the '80s. And that movie, though it came out in 2000, was based in, in the, the 80s. '80s. Yeah. So I was already. When I first saw it, I was sucked in off that alone. Yeah. And then, I mean, fucking Christian Bale was great. So <laughs> as fucking terrible as he was in the movie, golly, terrible. He was literally, you know, it's funny because, you know, you'll see people on Twitter or social media kind of like try to romanticize his characters. Like, this thing was not a good person not at all. Not at all. Not even There's close. nothing good about him. But, man, what a great film. What a great film, great cast, great everything. Yes. Um, but you know, man, we can talk about these movies all day. Because uh, all day. I've watched. I watched Gran Turismo on IMAX. Mm. That was actually surprisingly really good. A lot of people fucked with that. That was surprisingly yeah. Really a lot good. of people fucked with it. Acting, you know, David Harbor was great. David Harbor was great. David Harbor. How was uh, Orlando Bloom? He was. He was pretty good, actually. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, one of our mutual friends said he just kind of has been uh, shitty. In a lot of his more recent films, but I think he liked his performance in Gran Turismo. I'm not sure. Most likely, I feel like a lot of people said his performance um, was pretty good. But the, the the true star of this movie was the sound design. It was fantastic. Oh, I believe it. Oh my god, man! The, the sound design blew me away, and um, I thought that was it. It was that was alone. Even if the acting wasn't that good, if the writing wasn't good, that there saved the film. But those other things that I just mentioned happen to be good too. So they all yeah. they all so complement each yeah, other. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And um prior to that, you know, I think I even for the first time I got to see Jurassic Park in theaters. Oh ever. wow. First time ever. That must have been interesting. Saw it in three D. It was great. I believe it. It was great. I man. believe it. Oh man, it was my first time ever getting a chance to see it in theaters. I've I've had I've had the 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 opportunity to do that with a lot of movies recently. Jurassic Park. Um, I had seen the Blair Witch Project in theaters for the first time mm. not long ago. Saw the Tarantino's theater. Played it on film. Packed house. Yeah, which I believe. It yeah. was great. Um, just, I think those types of movies especially. You know, I've seen it many times. Blair Witch came out in 99 too, I think. But seeing it in its original, in the element it was intended to be released. Like, it came out in theaters 20 plus years ago. It was deemed the most, the scariest movie of all time at that time. It, it still kind of held that title for a lot of people. Yes. And 20-plus years later, man, it still has the draw to bring people out to watch yeah. it. I enjoyed that aspect alone. And then a the movie, of course. Um, but, man, look, I'm always at the movies, man. I'm always there. Constantly. Like I got some movies coming up soon. Batman Day is, is yes, very soon. Yes, it's coming up very soon. Batman Day is they're soon. They're showing uh, the Dark Knight show. They're showing all of Nolan's Batmans. Yeah, so they're showing the dark. They're showing Batman Begins. They're showing the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. And they're the showing dark the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. What's your favorite of the three? Oh, Dark Knight easily. Damn, no that's crazy, bro. No question. I actually watched that somewhat recently. Uh, oh, yeah? That's actually a really fucking good movie. It's oh man, amazing, amazing. Well, on of all three, what? Uh, where have you? How are you rating all three out of five? So Batman Begins, I'd probably say 3.5 out of 5. Okay. Dark Knight, I'd say 5 out of 5. Mm -hmm. And then Dark Knight Rides, I'd probably say 3 out of 5. 
Three out of five for Rises, huh? Yeah. I What's your like beef with Rises, bro? I, I, look, Rises. What's your beef, I think man? Rises is actually like my least favorite Chris Nolan movie, too. What is your like, problem? I, I just see so here. Like, we, now we finna get to talking. Now, okay, bro, go ahead. Because I, I just feel like Rises, Rises, like it was a cool movie. It had like a, a lot of cool scenes, but a lot of shit that happened in between everything. I'm just like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like all of his other movies, kind of where you could put it up to like disbelief. Everything that happened, like you could believe everything was happening. There's a lot of shit in Rises. I just felt like you know what I mean, just wasn't as believable as the previous movies. Like he's just kind of, you know, I, I just I just didn't enjoy it as much as the other ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I still think it's a lot of good aspects of it. I think okay. Bane, you know what I mean, was really dope. Yep. You know what I mean? How that nigga was getting active was really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hathaway coming in too. And Hathaway was cool. You know what I mean? Like I liked a lot of the fight scenes and shit. Like you know, mm-hmm. even Bane speeches. A lot of the writing, like dialogue, I thought was really dope. Um, but you know, like I say, it's not my favorite. But you know, I also feel like it's better than a lot of other movies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of other movies. It's one that, of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot of. I'm not trying to be biased here, but I kind of am. A lot of Chris Nolan's films are some of the best movies I've, easily, I've ever easily. seen. Yes, easily, <laughs> ever. Easily. Ever easily, easily. I was watching a bit of the Prestige earlier today, and I, mm. yeah, that's a you know just an amazing looking movie, a great ass fucking movie. Oh my goodness! Yeah, fucking love Chris Nolan's movies. Bro. I mean, and and since Batman Day is coming up, I'm gonna probably be seated for at least two of the three. Okay, what's your ratings um, for the three? Um, I'm I'm with you on Batman Begins three at three and a half out of five. Yeah. Um, for that one, I mean, it's really good. You, you can see how it's it's setting up the yeah. Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. Of those last two. Man, I gotta really. I think I gotta give them both five because both were, I mean, stellar. Yeah. I mean, of course, we can we can talk about you know one of the, you know, main protagonist one one of the best, like villain portrayals ever. Yeah, probably one of the best performances. Probably ever. one. Not yet. Exactly. Let's 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 take away that best villain portrayal. Just one of the best, easily one of the performances, best performances. Yeah. ever in a movie. Heath Ledger, Joker. Yeah. Um, even though my favorite Joker oh performance happens to be Joaquin Phoenix, but here this nigga Heath Ledger was still fan- fucking fantastic. Absolutely, they both killed their roles as Joker, and they both you know received the accolades you that know, they deserved. So. Yeah, that they deserved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but sp- speaking of Nolan, let's talk about it. Speaking of Chris Nolan, let's talk about it. The fucking movie event of the year, yes, happened. It happened before, uh, before whenever we first, when we last recorded, but my man hadn't, I don't think he had got around to seeing Oppenheimer. So you've seen Oppenheimer? Yes, twice. You've seen it twice. I've seen Oppenheimer six times. Okay, understandably. That's just how good the movie is. It's yes, it's three hours. Yeah, yes. Three-hour so, biopic. Three-hour epic biopic thriller film, R-rated. R-rated. Has, has, I think, it, is it, he's made, that's his highest grossing film now, right? I think it just against the budget, probably yeah. I, no, I think his highest gro- like uh, ever grossing film ever. I, I think could, I could maybe see that. Just, I, think I know it, it hit like eight hundred mil because it was it was the Dark Knight for the longest, right? Yes. I think it just I think it just oh, unless the Dark Knight, you know, they yeah. re put it back in theaters. Just you know, what I mean? like, now nah, we want that money back. We need that money back. Um, Oppenheimer, man, golly, big op, based on fucking J. Robert Oppenheimer played by Killian Murphy. Oh, my God. Great um, performance. Great performance. The fu- the fucking uh, 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 um, Quincy Jones of bomb making. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> that nigga, man. Rubbing shoulders with everybody and my nigga. 
he fucking brought a bomb together, not Man. an atom bomb. And I mean, we that's that's the his that's the historical. I mean, obviously historical film. Um, but outside of that shit. Let's talk about the performances, man. Oh, amazing. I Can said earlier, bro, Robert Downey Jr. in that movie. After you first saw it, and after you saw it, first saw Robert Downey Jr. as Louis Strauss, what was your like what was your first takeaway when you left the movies? Oh, I was like, that that's I was like, one, he's probably gonna win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I started there. But I was yeah. I was also like, that's actually probably one of the not just the best Robert Downey performances, but one of the best performances I've ever seen from an actor. Absolutely. Like it, it, was, it was just an amazing performance. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, in a movie full of amazing performances. In a movie full of amazing performances. You know what I mean? Because, uh, yeah. you know, we talked about Jason Clark earlier. Jason Clark. But Jason Clark, he did really Roger well Rob, he was fucking... I, I couldn't stand him at all in a fucking movie, but that just means... He, he, was did well. he did well. Doing well. He's supposed to do what he's supposed that's to do. That's what he was supposed to do. Yeah, Emily he did Blunt, it well. I think they really Emily well. Blunt did well. She um, did really good. I, I fucking even Josh Hartnett. Yes, Josh Hartnett you know? did really well. Um, uh, a, a title character, Killian Murphy does. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, fucking Alden. Alden. We we heard his name um, earlier, but I forgot. What was it? Eckerreich. Eckenreich. Aaron. Eckenreich. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Something. But y'all knew you talking about. Fucking Louis Strauss, who is Robert Downey Jr. is like it was the. It's like assistant or like cheap staff, something like that. But no, yeah, he did really well. So it was really good. But going back to the Robert Downey question, like yeah, when I saw it, I was like, this is this was fucking amazing. I was like, everything about this is like you you are. Absolutely I killing mean, it, you know what I'm saying? And just killed it, bro. Bro, and it, you know, it just reminded niggas that he can act. It's like you man. know, a lot of this shit was you know for the money. Y'all might have fucked an Iron Man. Y'all might not have. Might not. Yeah. bread. You know what I'm saying? But like you know, you put me in a movie like with some heavy hitters. Like don't think I still can't do and it. Don't think I still can't fucking pull up. You know what I'm saying? Like don't. It's, it's still me. I'm still. Hello. Come and, on now. And yo, shout out to the marketing because I I didn't yeah. think he was gonna have as big of a role as he ended up having in oh, the film. Oh man. Same with Rami Malik. Yes, same with Rami Malik. Um, I don't think he was in the marketing, but Matt Damon, uh, mm-hmm. Casey Affleck. You know uh, what I mean? Uh, Matt Damon was in the mar- in the marketing. Okay, I didn't know yeah, Matt yeah, Damon. Yeah. Oh yeah, Matt Damon was. Yeah, Matt, Damon Matt Damon was. Damon yeah, was. but Casey Affleck wasn't. Nope. Uh, neither was Kenneth Branagh. Nope. Um, right. Both of which are in the film. Uh, but yeah, no, like I, I, there were some heavy hitters in this movie. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like it was. There was no slouches. Florence Pugh made an appearance. She did. She did. She did. She gave a cool performance, yeah. you know what I mean? But her role was, you know, very clearly for a purpose Ex- in the film. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, nah. Um, it, fun, the fucking, the, one of the Taffy brothers was, was... He was, yes. He was actually had a really prominent role mm-hmm. in the movie. Very prominent role. Yeah, yeah. So, bro. No, just all around great fucking movie. Only Chris Nolan could make a three-hour biopic like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it it just, bro, it blew me away. No pun intended. <laughs> this nigga here. You just with it with the puns All tonight. the puns tonight. Uh, big pun. Um, no, nope. <laughs> Listen, the film was so good that I've the amount of look for me to go to a movie theater, bro, and want to sit through a three hour biopic about an atom bomb as many times that I had that I have seen the movie now. Yeah, bro, that's just telling you like this is for me at least and for you, too, as yeah. well. And for many of you out there in listener land. Y'all motherfuckers that have seen the movie multiple times, you know exactly what I mean. For a movie to do that, bro, only Chris Nolan could do There are not many directors, working directors, who can make a film about an atom bomb that only goes off one time in the movie. Bruh. <laughs> can make it like an event, bro. Uh, uh, something that is so grand scale and is so massive, literally. Um, 
turned into like a fucking like a phenomenon really in in terms of like how the movie is performed not just in the box office but on social media is it's i mean barbie also came out at the same yes time. yeah we'll never see an, another one nothing of those like type that of no nothing like that it's, it's hard to hard to even come about and it's going to be impossible to manufacture it will um so, I saw. Yeah. I think it was Rotten Tomatoes or some some one of the, one of them publications had tweeted not that long ago. Is I can't even think of the movies. They're not even memorable movies right now. Um, is this the next Barbenheimer? It's like nah. you, no, Barbenheimer's still Barben. Those it, movies are it. still in theaters, man. <laughs> still performing in theaters, which you know I want to say that I am probably going to see them both again before they're done. I know, I know Barbie is, they're doing an IMAX run. They're doing an IMAX run for Barbie. Yes. I already have two tickets to two showings. And it's like, I got to see this shit. Of Barbie and IMAX. It is a one-week event. This is an event here. Yes. And I'm there. Yes. And I'm, si- and I'm yeah. seated. It's definitely an event. I'm seated twice. Yeah, we'll never see nothing like it. Never see nothing never like will. it. Yeah, this, this we, is certainly an anomaly, not not an yeah. indication of th- what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, bro, you know, I'm just glad I got to live through it for real. Yeah, for real. Man. Oppenheimer and, was great. Uh, though, let's man. say, yeah, Oppenheimer score. was fucking amazing. Oh, the score, bro. Can we talk about the score for a little bit? Tell my nigga Ludwig. Luke, man, look, him and him and Chris Nolan been going crazy. Bruh. I, 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 I don't want to put him over Hans in a general sense, but mm-hmm. I will say Ludwig and Chris is a much better combo to me than I mean, because Hans and Chris. Because think about it. Let, let, let's go back to 2020 for just a little bit. Tenet was a was a fire film. With a fire score, it just came out at an at, a, at an unprecedented time. Yeah, so you know niggas couldn't experience it in the theaters. Yeah, you could not as long at least. You didn't really get the full experience like we recently got with Oppenheimer. Yeah, and that we got with Chris Nolan's previous films. You know, Interstellar, Inception. Yeah, you know, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Back. Like we didn't really get that with Tenet. We did not. But one thing we did get with Tenet was a fire film score. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, how do you how do you top that? You 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 give us Oppenheimer because the score was was I mean, geez. I think right. uh, what else is because he he Black Panther. I'm trying to think of oh, other, like other uh, shit that he did. I mean, yeah. Black Panther he did both Creed Black one. Yeah, both Black Panthers. He did the first two Creeds. He's done all. Th- he's done all three Creeds. No, he didn't do the third Creed. He didn't do the third. Creed. Yeah, because I think okay. he was busy with uh, Oppenheimer most likely. Yeah, Makes most sense. likely. Makes yeah, sense. but he didn't do the Makes third sense. Creed. Uh, but yeah, that nigga's done a lot. I mean, he did the Mandalorian. Uh, he did like albums. Yes, yeah, he's done albums. He's done a lot of Gambino shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Ludwig. Ludwig is nice. You know, what I mean, I definitely commend a nigga. Like I said, I think he's a better combo with Chris Nolan, in my personal opinion, because that that nigga, what he did with the Oppenheimer soundtrack, crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy, yeah, bro. There's, a, there's a, the movie's. I think almost flawless. I don't think there's really any. Yeah, flaw I don't, it. I'm, I've, I've, I've sat on it for a while too. It's been out for about almost two months now. Yeah, close to two months. Close to two months. Going on three. And there's many times if I've seen it in theaters, I can't really find a, a, a not to me at least. And I'm not, I'm not going into nitpick a movie anyways. Yeah, of course. But I'm going into if if I'm going to see a movie multiple times, silly me. I'm going to see if this movie can recreate the same feeling that I got the first watch. And Oppenheimer has done that. Top Gun Maverick has done that. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once has done that. Barbie's, an, there are not many films that have done that. Nope did that. Like, yes. These are, are, were spectacles that every time I went back to rewatch, you got, I still that got the same again. feeling. Yeah, that same feeling. 
And Oppenheimer's one of them. Oppenheimer's one of them, man. Big I would op. be sad to see that one go out of theaters, which, you know, at some point it, it will not be in theaters anymore. But I don't know, at this rate in Hollywood, it might be in theaters to the know? end of the year. <laughs> them niggas might run it. My might goodness. Keep running it. Eh? Which I is mean, understandable, you know what I'm saying? Um, these fucking movies are, are have been movie printers. And speaking of the biggest movie, I mean, not movie printer, money printers. Excuse yeah. me. Um, speaking of the biggest m- uh, money printer of the fucking year, that's Barbie, bro. Yes, sir. That is Barbie. Billion dollars. Billion dollar Barbie. Billion dollar. Broke so many records. I recently, I, I, I looked at an article. I don't know if it was on a Deadline or Variety or someone had, a, there was like a list of all of the records that Barbie has broken. I think it was like some were, you know, based on studio records for Warner Brothers. Some were like record records for all studios involved. Like Barbie has succeeded. I think, I think everybody knew going into the movie it was yeah. going to be a big success. But I don't think anyone knew it was going to be as big. I think just the, the overall marketing and hype around the film alone, especially knowing that it was also coming out at the same time as Oppenheimer, just that 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 organic buzz that it built, you could see it in the box office, in the box office numbers, and it's still making fucking money hand over fist. That's why I called it the fucking money printer because that's all it's been doing since it's been in theaters. Nigga, that's These it. niggas are able to put it in IMAX. Bruh. We have what was the last one we saw do this? Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick, yes, yeah. But it, Top Gun started in IMAX. Started. Yeah, in IMAX. this one exactly. didn't even start didn't in IMAX. Even get, didn't even start in IMAX. Yeah, started so on. Not. Started in Dolby. Started in just laser, and it was performing so well, bro, that it the made niggas. as much. You beat out Super Mario, which we thought was probably going to be the biggest. The biggest. I, I think of the I year. thought easily. You know what I mean? I didn't easily. think anything was going to touch it. Yeah, Barbie but came and was like, Barbie actually, I'm came, snatched yeah, that. No, that. that I think that belonged to me, sir. Yeah. And I see that the Warner is is pushing for it to what be in original screenplay. Yes, which I think it should. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's a question think, really because it's not a, be based on any anything adapted. It's not no. like based on a film or no. a comic, it's just based book, on and IP. I, and I know yeah. that's probably what well, they're. Yeah, but it, I don't. I don't. I think unless there's a very specific Barbie bio. But it bio, is for sure an original idea. That's what so, I mean. Yeah, yeah. There's not like a Barbie bio that said all of this that happened in the film right. was going. You know what I mean? Like they didn't base it off. So I, I think it honestly should be original. Um, I'm odd, oddly confused as to why there's even a even question a about it. Yeah, I would have thought it would have been obvious, but yeah. you know, to each, I guess. Yeah, uh, obviously, probably it might probably if 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 it doesn't get anything else, it'll definitely get the a uh, best best picture nod. I think. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Might even get best director. Uh, nod. Yeah, yeah. might get, best, might get that best director. Yeah. Ryan Gosling might get a, a best uh, a supporting. I, I, I think we'll see. I think you know the whole strike going on. You know, if it goes on as long as it looks like it might. Right, um, right, if niggas right. aren't really able to kind of promote and, you know, campaign as much, I think the studios are just going to bank on what, you know, has been doing well. So I, I could definitely see a scenario where uh, Ryan Gosling gets a, you know, Best Supporting Actor nomination. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, them niggas, what them niggas have been able to do, bro, is just nuts to me. That's so, crazy. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the fact that this is a conversation, a Barbie movie adapted You've or seen original, Barbie, yes. No, actually I haven't. You have not seen Barbie? No, I haven't. Really? Yeah. There was a couple times I was posting and some bullshit happened and I ended up not being able to. One of the movie events of the year. I know. Wow. I'm actually kind of, wow. Yeah. I just knew you have seen it at least once. I've seen Barbie like four times already. I'm sure you've seen Barbie four times. <laughs> 
I've seen Barbie four times. But I already told you earlier, you know what I mean? Like, I'm in a situation where I'm, I'm, I'm going to be able to watch I my movies you. moving forward. You know what yeah, I mean? But, definitely. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you might need to get tickets to see Barbie and IMAX, bro. Oh, I definitely am. I just haven't gotten them yet. It's due soon. Yeah. It's next week, right? Yes. I'm going to have time next week. I'm going to go see it next week. What's the fucking uh, one night only in Dreamgirls? This is one week only. Yeah, one week only. <laughs> so, yeah, you might need, to, this might be your time. Go to CCL, yeah. go to The Grove, go to Del Amo. I'm going to win that motherfucker. It's probably in Go, go to, to Sinopolis. Well, something like somewhere. actually. Yeah, Sinopolis. It's going to be an IMAX. Sinopolis. Which, I, can we just talk? The Sinopolis IMAX is, is Oh, that's an amazing is theater. Phenomenal. That's where I saw they cloned Tyrone. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't IMAX. It was just laser. It wasn't. No, no. But the theater but was the still theater, amazing. The theater itself was, was great. Yeah. yeah. I, and also the screen, I was like, this isn't IMAX, but this is definitely but bigger. Was, but it was definitely. Yeah. If I went yeah, to like yeah, a regular yeah, yeah. ass AMC or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed that. But yeah, you definitely need to get tickets to see Barbie and IMAX, my man. Nah, I'm, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to see there, it. Very there soon. is no, if I need you to, I you might need to make that right now live yeah, on the show. I just grab my phone and just run it up right now. He might need to do that right now on the show. But speaking of IMAX, IMAX movies. Or an IMAX event, rather. It was supposed to be an IMAX event. Dune 2. Oh, man. Dune Part 2, rather. That's the... the, the, the yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to come out in October because of the strike. November. Oh, November, I'm sorry. Because yeah. the strike now is coming out in March. It had a six-week... It's supposed to be an IMAX for six weeks. Yeah. That's supposed to hold it. But now we have, unfortunately, been... That's been taken away from us for the, for the month of November. So the month of November is going to belong to the Marvels. The yes. IMAX. But Doom Part 2, one of the, it was supposed to be the second biggest IMAX event of the year has now been pushed to March 2024. To March. How you, how you, are, are, are you, are you, is your, is your anticipation for the film even, or is it still the same? Or are you going to be expecting it to be even better? Because now they do have more time. They to, do. They do. If there's, if there's anything that they, I don't, don't know what, I can't really even pronounce his name. Denis Villeneuve? Oh, yeah. D- yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll go with that. There yeah. we go. Uh, um, I, you know, and I do like him as a director. Um, my anticipation, I didn't like the first Dune 2 too much, but I also watched it at the crib, and I remember watching it thinking, like, okay, if I watch this in a theater, I'd probably enjoy it You didn't see Dune 1 in, 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 in theaters? No, I saw it in the crib. It. I saw it at okay. the crib. Yeah, I watched but it. But I was like, you know, I'll probably like the second one when it comes out a little bit more. I think, I don't know if my anticipation is necessarily higher, but I'm definitely of that same mindset of, mm-hmm. now you guys got a little bit more time, so this shit should come out fire, in yeah. theory. You know what I'm saying? So, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think it's a little interesting that they kind of pushed it, but I, I think the expectation is, you know, they want to get that whole cast out to kind of promote it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. How about you? Uh, I'm still, I mean, I got a, I got a chance to see Dune 1 in IMAX, and, you know, I guess, like, I was thinking of David Lynch's Dune. I mean, it's better, much better than, than Lynch's Dune. Um, far better. Um, and knowing that, you know, this... Was is this a two-parter? Yeah, it's a two-parter. It's only two-parter, right? Okay. So I like I like the the setup for Dune Two. So I'm I'm expecting Dune Two to be better than Dune One. Yes. You can see in Dune One that this is they're trying clearly, to set shit up. They're setting it up for the next one. Um, I am bummed, unfortunately. You know that we're not going to get it in November. I was really really looking forward to it. I've you know I've loved the you know seeing the trailers as many times as I've seen it as many times as I'm at AMC every fucking week. Man. Um. God damn. But now when I see the trailer, I just get mad because I'm like, damn, yeah, we're just not coming out in November anymore. Y'all should don't even play this no more. Yeah. Why what's what 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 Kevin Garnett say to to, to Adam Sandler and Uncle Jim? Why the fuck you show me something if I can't have it? That's literally it, bro. 
Come oh, on God. now, Warner. Yeah. God damn. But no, we we I, I get it. You yeah, want to max? I, I understand you, why. You, you yeah. want to max? Look, this is a big budget. <laughs> it is, and you the first to, one didn't do as well as it needed to it for not. obvious reasons. It was for obvious pan- reasons during the pandemic, you know what I'm saying? But they need this one uh, to do some some numbers. Yeah, man. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm still looking forward to it. March. I mean, that's my birthday month, so it'll it'll, it'll 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 be you know definitely one of those movies that I probably will see multiple times in the month of March next yeah. year. Um, because I am just a sucker for IMAX releases, man. God damn. It. Especially when it's filmed for IMAX, like Blue Beetle, like Oppenheimer. Yes. Like, like uh, Dune, obviously. Like Dune. Like a movie that is truly an IMAX film. Yes. It's not IMAX. It's no, true I IMAX. I can IMAX. Yeah. Look, a good IMAX film, and if the movie is good enough, like, you know, let's, you know, the creator is going to technically be IMAX. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it wasn't filmed for IMAX. Okay. But the director, I can't think of his name, but he directed oh, Rogue Edwards. One. Gareth Edwards, yeah. Gareth Edwards. Um, I did see, you know, he was on IMAX's IG account, and he was talking about, um, you know, some of the technical things that they did do with the film that made IMAX more, even though it wasn't filmed with IMAX cameras, I don't think, um, they still shot it for it to be on the biggest screen possible. So I do think that it will still look well, okay. look, look really good in IMAX. Um, that's due out this month. I already got it tickets is, for that yeah. one. So I'm, I'm already excited for that one. Um, but speaking of, of, of science fiction, huh? Speaking that's of sci-fi, you know, we talked a little bit about the X-Files earlier. Um, the government has been, you know, hit, hitting us over the head with all of the fucking oh my God. alien shit recently. That's just like nuts. Like we ain't fucking know this shit was already happening. I'm like, I'm what like, are y'all oh, niggas okay. hiding? Y'all niggas talking about this shit way too late mm. in the game. Um, you posed a question, and then I one upped your question. Sci-fi films, huh? Yes, you, sir. You love sci-fi movies. I love huh? sci-fi. What, would that be your favorite genre of movies? I'd say be- action is probably my favorite, but action, sci- action, and then maybe like. Mystery thriller and then sci-fi is probably sci-fi. third. So top, it's in your top three. Yeah, movie definitely genres. my top three. Um, you got any faves or what would you think would be like on top? Is like let's okay. So, so let's do it this way. Give us. You don't have. It doesn't matter how many faves you you give us. It could be one. It could be three. It could be five. And then what would you think would be the best sci-fi film of the twenty first century? Okay. You know, give us like something that so is so some of my favorite from the twenty first century. Twenty first century. Okay. Um, for going with the twenty first century, um, I'd probably say I like Blade Runner twenty forty nine mm. a lot. Yeah, that's gonna be in theaters again soon. Understandably, that was actually a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Rival. Rival was actually love really good. the Rival. Another yes. D- the Denny Villeneuve. Yes, movie. actually, yeah, both yeah. of them are. Both of them are. Um. Trying to think. Brick's actually a really good one. Not Brick, not Brick. Um, oh, what's Interstellar? this shit called? No, not Interstellar. Um, Primer. 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 Okay. That's a really good one. I used to watch it all the time with Brick. That's ah, I yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Primer. Primer's a really good one. With, uh, who's in there? David Sullivan? Uh, um, I don't... Shane Carruth? Yes, yes, yes. Shane, yeah. Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not super famous actors. Some of them have been acting since, but mm. not, not a lot of them, but... Yes, no, that that's a movie I liked a lot. Um, that thing is a really good sci-fi. Um, if I'm probably going to say my favorite, though, my favorite might be Blade Runner 2049. That's definitely up there for me. Yeah. You know be. what? And I, I think I was, uh, at first, I think I've even said it in our group chat. I, don't th- I may not have even liked 2049 as much when I first saw it, but as I rewatched it and I rewatched it, um, 
you know, as you just watch movies over time, you know, yeah. you start to grow new appreciation for them. And then it turns out, like, damn, actually, you know what? This is a fucking really good movie. I'm telling you. <laughs> that's the one, too. It's really, really good. Um, what else? Um, so, yeah, I would probably say that one. Oh, also, uh, Looper. Looper, Looper's okay. a good movie. Oh, and uh, Source Code. That's another really good movie, too. Okay. Tenet ain't in there for you? Oh, Tenet. Yeah, Tenet sci-fi. Yeah, Tenet sci-fi. This nigga here is the I mean, one who it's posed, just, I, I think posed that the more, question. I know, but I think of that one more as like an action movie. But no, that's definitely sci-fi. That's for sure. And yeah. then Inception, of course. You and Inception, Inception and in there. Interstellar. I yeah, mean, a lot of... Interstellar, you can, yeah. you can, Those three, for sure, are, uh, fall into science fiction. Yeah, I would yeah. actually probably say Tenet and Inception is definitely in my uh, my top. So Blade okay. Runner 20, 2049... Inception, uh, Tenet. Mm-hmm. You watched Prey on Hulu, right? Yeah, that's sci fi. Oh, that's, that is sci fi. That's sci fi. That's sci fi. Yeah. Oh, would I put that in my top five? It's definitely in one of mine because that movie was fucking great. It was. I'd probably put it in my top five. Man, that's really good. I, man speaking of Prey, bro, goddamn, a, a few weeks ago, Southern California got hit with a tropical storm. Yeah. <laughs> and it fucked niggas' plans up big time. You know, even though we were fortunate enough to not get hit nearly as bad as they were fucking trying to make Bruh, it seem. Some niggas did get hit, too, which yeah, is crazy. Some people yeah, people did. You know, other parts of SoCal, you know, San Diego County and, you know, Baja, California, you know, and even parts of L.A. County and, and, and the IE. Yes. You know, they got hit pretty badly with the rain and flooding. That's the biggest, you know, I'm, to, to get into my weather bag here. If y'all didn't know, I love weather. I love movies about weather. One of my favorite movies of all time is Twister. Like, one of my favorite movies ever. Um, That's funny. It's Twister. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also a Texan, though. I grew up in the tornado in, tor- in the tornado alley, and a lot of Twister is about tornadoes in Tornado Alley. But, um, you know, when, when fucking Tropical Storm Hillary, <laughs> Tropical Storm yes. Hillary Banks, came for our ass you know prey was one of those movies that i had recently just made a reservation to see it on a big screen and couldn't and i couldn't because i just didn't want to chance it even though you know we just got rain in certain parts and where i was it was really mostly just light rain but it's just you didn't know you don't know it was gonna flood badly so i just stayed at the crib but man prey was one of those movies for me last year you know when we talked about year-end movies last year that was one of my top movies last year so for it it definitely is gonna be in my Top sci-fi movies of the 21st century. Okay, sure. understandable. We'll keep going. Uh, I think honestly that's it because I can't really think of no or a Looper. I'll throw Looper in there. Okay, say so, so that'd probably be my five. Um, no order. Blade Runner 2049, mm-hmm. uh, Tenet, Inception. I guess I'll say Prey and then uh, Looper. Would you put Gravity with Sandy Bullock anywhere in? Uh, probably my top ten. But I, I wouldn't put that as like one of my favorite sci-fi. Oh, that was a really good sci-fi. Where about movie. a? I know you said Arrival first. Where would that be? That would also be in my top ten. I'd probably put Arrival before Gravity. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably put Arrival before Gravity. Um, in the twenty-first century, yeah, Arrival before Gravity, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, what about you, bro? Um, no praise there. Oh, sheesh, dog. Uh, praise there. Nope, is there? I mean, you could honestly put. Uh, you could, I could put Nope and Get Out There. To be quite honest, even, even though these movies lean a lot more, they, they Get both, Out more than actually, I don't know, man. They both lean pretty close to horror. I would say they they're very horror leaning, yeah, but they're super sci fi leaning too. They, they are Nope and, more so than Get Out, but I'll say they including lean, they clone Tyrone. This oh, is, that's a yeah, sci-fi that's a sci fi movie. movie. 
I probably have to put that one over prayer. That's a sci-fi yeah, movie. I probably have to there, put bro. that one over prayer. That I'm over here my... listening to this nigga say his. I'm like, this nigga's not said a lot because we'll we have these conversations all the time when we're not recording. Yeah. And I I know for a fact that Tenet was supposed to be up there. I'm like, Tenet yeah. is one of his Tenet, favorite yeah, no, movie yeah, ever. Yeah, quite easily. They, they clone Tyrone, though, as a sci-fi. That, that's sci-fi, that's, bro. It's sci-fi, but I, I guess it's tough for me, because sometimes in the moment it's tough for me with those kind of genre-bending movies, because they clone Tyrone is also like a black exploitation movie, I feel black like, more than thriller. anything. Yeah, thriller, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's comedy in some aspects. Everything, so like, everywhere, all at once is sci-fi, too. That is. That's actually, yeah, yeah, that's Which definitely is, sci-fi. That's Probably my top sci-fi film of, of the twenty first century. century. Yeah, that's I because mean, that's one of that. You already know how I felt about that movie when I first saw it. I was like, this is probably the best movie, one of the best movies yeah, I've ever seen easily. in my life. Yeah, that's why it's tough because you kind of get them genre benders that mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't think of them immediately. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so we got what for you? Everything, everywhere, pray, pray. Um, nope. Was in nope. There. You said nope. Her. With Joaquin Phoenix is uh, it, that is a sci-fi romance. Yeah, bros, bros really digging into his bag for the sci-fi shit. Yeah. These are low-key sci-fi Jace, but they're sci-fi. But they're sci-fi. They're sci-fi. Um, Blade Runner twenty forty-nine. Yeah, duh. I'm gonna probably go see that again. Um, very very soon. Um, Interstellar is one of my favorite Nolan films and one of my favorite films ever. Yes. So that is up there. And if I had to just say like. What is the best sci-fi movie of the 21st century? It's probably going to be everything, everywhere, all at once. That's fair. Yeah, it is genre-bending like many of the ones that I mentioned. Arrival is in there, too, because though you got the, you have those purely sci-fi movies like Arrival. Yes. Like um, um, fucking, um, you know, Gravity, like Dune. Yes. You know, these, like Blade though, Runner 2049. Like Blade Runner. Yeah. Those are t- truly sci-fi like it ain't it ain't much genre bending there like nah, some of the yeah. other ones i mentioned because yeah they clone tyrone can fall into black exploitation it's a it lot of different categories thriller yeah. nope can fall into horror. just horror yeah. thriller um but they're also they there's so many elements of sci-fi in those yeah. movies you you can't not consider them sci-fi or sci-fi adjacent you know so yeah, i think yeah. if i had to say like what is my favorite of the 21st century, man, yeah, it'd probably have to be everything everywhere. All Which is fair. It was just That's so yeah. It was so good. Good ass movie. It was it was it, it it was such a good film. I mean, we already know how well it was received. In- incredibly well received. <laughs> incredibly well received. And, is the, um, the lightest way to put it. You know what I mean? But um, you know, and then you have those sleeper films, like I said, I already mentioned gravity. You could say AI, artificial intelligence, you know, yeah, that's I guess you, know, you could, you oh, could say lie. that. You could yeah, say Inception. Say yeah. Minority um, Report. Minor Yeah. You yeah. Could, for sure. I don't know if Memento's considered sci fi, but if Would it is, be- I don't know. If it is, you know, definitely. But um yeah, there's 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 you, could, you know, I said her. I did say her, Joaquin Phoenix, because it's 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 sci fi slash romance another movie that is sci-fi slash psychological you're gonna be like damn okay eternal sunshine i was just thinking about, yeah as soon as you start talking like he's probably gonna say eternal sunshine yeah. yeah that one's definitely probably sci-fi that actually i mean as much as i like everything everywhere all at once that might be the best sci-fi movie of the 21st century if that's sci-fi oh yeah that might be the best hey man one. i'm not mad at it because i love jim carrey yeah. and, and the truman show and everything and, and, and eternal sunshine of spotless mind those are two of my favorite yeah that one him. that one might be the best sci-fi because that was actually a really fucking good movie um i'm trying to think of what else niggas got 
It's a it's a few of them. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of them. You know, I'm sure it's a bunch that's flying under the radar. Niggas gonna listen and be like, why y'all ain't named now? Niggas might say Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim is cool. Mm-hmm. Pacific Rim. I mean, cool. are you not? Uh, I mean, fucking. I know they weren't well received, or not all of them well received. What was the first Star Wars? Well, the uh, oh, the, uh, Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. That one was cool. I liked Last Jedi a little bit more. I would probably personally say. I was just one. I know you. I know you a, a huge Star Wars fan. I was yeah. wondering you, you put no no Star Wars. Probably up there? not. The only one I might put in my top maybe fifteen might be Last Jedi. I like Last Jedi a lot. Okay. Um, but in terms of like you know, put it up against most other sci-fi movies that didn't come out. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, I don't know. I think if you want to count Guardians of the Galaxy as a sci-fi movie, yeah, yeah, that one would probably that would probably make my top ten, no question. All, all the, the first, the first, one. the first one, yeah, the first one. You've seen all three though. Yeah, I've seen obviously. all three. Yeah, yeah, I've seen all three. What would you? How would you rank all three? The way yeah. that they came out. No, one, three, two. One, three, two. Yeah, was, I'm one, right three, there two. with you. Yeah, because I recently watched the second one. I was a third one. I'm sorry, and I was like, oh yeah, this is actually a really good movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, that that'd probably be, yeah, because a bunch we're probably forgetting, bro. Oh man, come on! There, there's so many fucking great sci-fi movies that came out in the 21st century that we are clearly forgetting. But these are just, you know, our faves and the ones that we think are, you know, yes. I mean, Mad Max Fury Road is. Oh, uh, that's sci-fi. Fuck yeah, 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 that's a sci-fi. That Absolute was a really good movie. Sci-fi a, dystopian. Yeah, like, that was a really good movie. Yeah, hell yeah. One, yeah. Of, it's definitely up there and one as one of the best ones. Yeah, of the 21st century. Um, I'm also looking at a list here too. This which will, which will help. Let me give you just the top. T- you know, we yeah, fill like in, we top. fill in, we fill in some time here. There you go. You know, so I'll give you the their top ten. This is a fucking Rolling Stone. Oh my god. We already know that their lists usually are terrible. So just bear with it. So their top and, and ten. And it's a top of the 21st century. The 21st century. Okay. So, Star Wars: Force Awakens is number ten. That's interesting. Nine, The Martian. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a good movie. Eight, 28 Days Later. Interesting choice. Okay, but I guess that's sci-fi. Number seven, Gravity. Okay, understandable. I had I knew Gravity was going to fall. It was, it was, it was, I think it not, got nominated for however many Academy they Awards. They got nominated for a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Number six, Wall-E. You know Wall-E. Yes, that's, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have thought of animated one, but that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, for sure. Number five, Inception. Of course. Number four, Arrival. Of course. Number three, Under the Skin. Oh, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. I think ScarJo. Okay. Number two, top two, Ex Machina. I was about to say, yeah, it's Ex Machina on that mm-hmm. list. Yeah, because that was a good movie. Number one, Children of Men. Oh. He like, man, damn. Curveball. Curveball. Two Alfonso Cuaron movies in mm-hmm. that top ten. Interesting. Yeah. I see they had Blade Runner uh, 2049, I think, as like number, what is it, number 14. Ah, yeah. Not surprising, I guess, but yeah. no. Uh, Children of Men is actually a really, really good movie. Yeah, really, really good movie. But no, I mean, I mean, sci-fi movies and sci-fi series. You know, I know that was like how we started the show, especially with talking about the X Files. Yeah, but man, something that we also were talking about pre pre show pre pre recording music and film. Oh my god. And I mean, we we got into a, a big conversation with our engineer before that before this episode. We were talking about you know some of the some of the biggest artists ever who also you know veered into movies and yeah. and, and, and also kind of have documentaries. Yeah, yeah, also have documentaries about some of their their most famous works. You know, we're talking about Prince. We're talking about Michael Jackson. We were talking about like 
you know, we even talked about Isaac Hayes and in his work in black exploitation and his yeah. film scores. Um, then we start talking about individual songs, and that's when I pose a question. You know, I'm gonna give you this question here, bro. Let's hear it. To you, what are some of the more underrated songs or scores that you can think of in film? Like, what are some underrated songs, like songs that you know, like, are appreciated, but they're still not as appreciated as you think they should be? Okay. Um, it can be an, it can be a song, it could be a score, it can be songs, it can be whatever. But we just want to we want to highlight. Music and film, just for our, our last segment before yeah. we before we skedaddle, skedaddle, pound up out of here. Yeah. Uh, this kind of a little bit of a curveball. I think it's probably appreciated a lot in the black community, but I think it needs to be appreciated a bit more. Well, like just overall. Mm-hmm. And I want to want to say the um, oh happy day performance in Sister Act two. Oh, you know what I mean, man. Sister Act two, man. That's probably one of my one of my favorite music films. Easily. Easily, which I think we talked about. We probably pre- have before. Yeah, yeah. We talked. We've yeah. definitely talked music and film before on here. Yeah, but um, that that particular song, I feel like, is not appreciated as much as it should be because that perform all the performances from all those kids was amazing. Oh man. Um, so yeah, I would probably say that that'd probably be my most underrated song, underrated score. I mean, I feel like there's a lot. There's you know? so many. Like we we could sit here for days. We're gonna be here for another two hours yeah. talking about the shit. But you know, I feel like Green Knight was definitely underrated and underappreciated. Um. There, there's a lot. I mean, there. I mean, the list goes on and on. To be mm-hmm. quite frank, I mean, you got stuff like Interstellar. I feel like actually isn't appreciated as I, much as it should uh, be. That was for sure. Yeah, that was yeah. not appreciated as much as it should be. Um, That's Hans Zimmer, yeah. Yes, it is. Hans, Hans just celebrated his birthday not long ago too. Oh, happy birthday, Hans! Yeah, happy birthday, Hans! But yeah, it's it's a lot. I'm saying we can go here for days. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? You got something underrated? Underrated you you, song. Yeah, man. Can I sing it? What's it gonna be? Oh my god! Cause I can't pretend. Look, don't you wanna look, bro? Let look. I've I've tweeted it. I've said it to people who will listen to me. Don't let go, love. By In Vogue from the Set It Off soundtrack is probably probably to me the most underrated film song. Like a movie that was. Written specifically for that movie. That movie was that song was written for set it off. Yeah, specifically for it. For that movie, did not get any. Got love on the Billboard charts. Got love from you know in the streets. Didn't get as much love in from from the academies and the award yeah, shows that it should have. That it should have. I really do think that was one of those songs that they you know they're the Academy and all those award shows. They've dropped the ball many times in music in, 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 in the in the music department. We can talk about many others, you know. There are times that they've done really well too. Yes. Yes. But that is such a travesty that that song didn't even get an Academy Award Nothing. nomination. Nothing. Didn't know. I don't know how, sat on the sat on the Billboard charts number one for several weeks. I think it. it only, was, I, I think it hit. only got got tossed off number one by Tony Braxton, "Unbreak My Heart," which uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. It Hello. makes sense. Um, but it's such an just aside from it being written for for the movie "Set It Off" because we have already given F. Gary Gray his flowers on the show many have. times because "Set It Off" is near perfect. I, hey, I don't near I perfect, can't disagree. Near perfect high thriller film there yeah, for me. I can't um, disagree. That song. That group in Vogue is an iconic R&B group. If you don't know who In Vogue is, what the fuck? Yeah, Google. Um, the, just the song, organized noise, produced it and written it. Like 
and just how the song came together, man, and how well it was received by us. Yes. And for it to not, you know, and that just kind of takes us back to, you know, one of our, our running themes on this show. We have to stop giving all of these other, you know, uh, award shows our attention. Of course. You got the Black Reel Awards. You got the NAACP Image Awards. You got the BET Awards. Yes. We need to put more emphasis on those on award those, shows. You know what I'm saying? Because you know? those are the ones that actually because reward those are the, the ones stuff that, are gonna, yeah. that we fuck with, that we care about. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're giving flowers to the people that deserve it. Exactly. Them, in our opinion. People, underdeserved people that don't usually get flowers. Bingo. You know what Bingo. I mean? And I do think that many years later, as 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 often, that's my, one, that's my favorite song by that group. But two, that's just one of my favorite songs in music, in my, in recent music history and music history growing up. Like, I knew that song. Anytime I thought about that song, I thought about the movie and vice versa. Anytime I thought about that movie, I thought about the song. Yeah. That's it how just, it's supposed yeah, to be. It goes hand in hand. Um, they go hand in hand. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I felt like it didn't get its just due then in terms of notoriety from the academies and all of the motherfuckers but who cares because guess what it's still a legendary song by a legendary group exactly and just because it's underrated doesn't mean it's not it's not under uh it's not appreciated it's yes. definitely appreciated. underrated don't mean it's underappreciated absolutely yeah. i agree um but film scores i mean shit we like you said ooh, we could talk about that all day we could talk isaac hayes we could talk curtis mayfield uh, yeah. we could talk the black exploitation film scores you can talk every single one of them my 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 you could talk Superfly. You could talk Shaft. You could talk Trouble Man. You could talk. Oh my fucking, God! Um, 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 I mean, you could the list. I mean, come on. The list is endless. You could talk you James Brown's. Uh, the all the Willie Hutch joints. All the Willie Hutch joints. Yeah, because Willie Hutch did a couple Hutch of them. Yeah, so they, I mean, yeah. Did, he did Foxy Brown. Yes, yes. Um, which I think produced one of the more iconic songs that was sampled by international players anthems yes um i choose you is willie yeah. hutch's song if you didn't know now you come do. on now yeah i mean why wouldn't you know um but i mean hey you know not everybody knows all of the sampling no, and all of that yeah. stuff we just we just informed to put you, you on yeah we just to put, put you on. on um but yeah i mean i mean you were talking about shaft early we we're talking about isaac hayes earlier yeah you know his ear for music and then how he was able to you know bring it all together for the scores that he did for black exploitation films. Black exploitation films are already, uh, you know, I mean, we were talking, I was talking about the OC earlier, you know, a show that's frozen in time. Those films are frozen in time. Absolutely. Don't, They're very don't go into that it time. with them 2023 eyes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Please don't. Because you will if be you, upset. Right. You will be. But if you're going into a solely just to see like, okay, this is how niggas was talking to each other. Then this is the, this is how niggas was dressing. Then this is the music that they were listening yes. to then. This is pretty much the vibe from back then. This is the vibe. This is how it was. Yeah, you appreciate it a lot more. But one thing about those albums, one thing about those movies, man, the scores, the albums, fucking the music, amazing. They transcended all that other shit that was going on, and they're still they're still very heavily talked about now. When you think about the top scores or soundtracks now, those artists that I just mentioned, Willie Hutch, Isaac Hayes, Curtis Mayfield, they're still on top. Whenever yeah. you, when they they do those best soundtracks of all time, they're still like in the top five or ten yeah every time without question every time so that's just question look at us just taking this time to to give black artists again their flowers their flowers because that's one thing we gonna always do on the show even absolutely. if it's just you that's know why it's niggas watching that's that's why it's niggas watching but niggas listening too absolutely <laughs> niggas, niggas done heard listening. too niggas done heard and niggas are always listening niggas is always you know looking for for more scores to dive into absolutely whether that's by a black artist ludwig he's not black but he's, yeah, he's a not, fantastic but, yeah. film scorer and he works with a lot of black people so shout out to fantastic him. composer yep yeah. Works primarily, really, when you really think about uh, it. Like vast majority he, he, of black people. Vast yeah. majority, yes, yeah. 
Vassal Dread is a better way to put it. Um, but yeah, man, I, that's that's really how we spent this show, man. With y'all, we appreciate y'all a thousand percent. Love y'all for, listening, we, man. Yeah, you know, I know y'all could probably like, man, y'all niggas was trying to fill some time. We did, yeah, but we still try to make it fun and interactive for y'all out there because we, of course, appreciate y'all always. Supporting the show, man, even when we, you know, take a little break. But we ain't never forgot about y'all. We always figuring out ways to get back to the studio and mm. get back on air. Get back recording this shit. When we when we can't record and we can't talk about the shit, we, I be feeling like there's, like, an, something empty. I'm it's like, man, boy. look. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. go and see all of these movies and watch all these shows. Same for you. I'm like, I need to be able to talk to Talk about to somebody it. about this motherfucker. Somebody. Like, somebody. I be ready to explode, bro. I'm like, God damn, I done seen this movie five times, and every time I notice something different about it, and you I want to talk about it. You know? <laughs> nah, I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. That's but, why man. I enjoy doing the show. Yes, sir. I'm, saying, I'm very glad that y'all, y'all didn't stuck with us this long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Listen to this particular show. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I love these particular episodes where we just kind of like free yeah, willing it. Just, you know, just just that's that's it, man. Yeah. You know, but we'll, we'll we will be back sooner than later. Yes. You know, we ain't gonna make y'all wait as long as we made y'all wait no. this time. But if you're here, that means you know where to find us. But if you don't know where to find us, tell these people where they can find you, sir. Well, like I always say, you know what I mean? Uh, you can find me reviewing films on the letterbox. You yes, know, sir. I'm going to be very surprised if I'm still on any social medias. You know, next time My goodness, they be trying to get this nigga out the paint. Out the paint. But, you know, you can always find me on the uh, the podcast letterbox, usually where I review films. Mm-hmm. We also have individual letterbox that's going to be linked in the bio. Yes, sir. Um, but, yeah, where can they find you? Same. Letterbox. That's, I spend most of my time on letterbox and Twitter. Um. I'm on IG and shit, but I don't be on there near as much, man. I need to be where the film community is. There it is. I need to be where niggas are talking about the stuff I want to talk about. And yeah. I have my both of those curated the exact way I needed to. There you go. I don't want to get on social media and see a bunch of negativity. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to avoid that, but it's good whenever I can get on there and see the stuff that actually brings me some type of peace. And if it's music and film and TV, all three of those things are equally important to me. Yes. And I need all three of them at all times. So with me saying that, that means we need to get these niggas back to work soon. There you go. Because <laughs> I need new stuff. I need I'm new right stuff. there with you. But if not, man, I'm glad for the stuff that we have gotten to hold us over. Even reality TV, man, you know, you I, know I'm, I watch some reality shows. That shit man. is cool. You know what you I mean? Know, yeah. You know me. Feel, it feels devoid. Yeah. You know you me. Know? I'm a fan of Love is Blind and shit. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Man, so, no, the shit, the shit definitely has its place. For sure. But, you know, we'll catch y'all niggas next time. Yeah, we'll we'll next catch time, y'all. If I can get that word right. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and next time he will have seen Barbie. Yes. Too. Yes. You so, you know, we so got some shit to we'll, talk about. We'll get his perspective on billion dollar Barbie, because yeah. by the time he see it, Barbie has probably been made another it's fucking like two billion few, dollar Barbie, another few, right, you know another I mean? few, couple hundred million fucking dollars. Man, one point five. And I know for a fact Barbie. I didn't fucking add it to that because my black ass is going to see it again in IMAX twice, as you should. Yes, but of course, man, we appreciate y'all listening to us. Y'all know where to find us. Absolutely. And as always, knife, take us the fuck out of here. Whoop. Niggas saw it, now niggas talking Welcome to niggas watching Niggas saw it, now niggas talking Welcome to niggas watching Niggas saw it, now niggas